0: Persistence Culture. Persistence. Firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Culture. The customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social groups.
1: Keep moving. This is Persistence Culture. We are a lifestyle brand changing lives all over the world. I am your co-host Mambo, and uh, I've never seen this dude this excited. Jason, my host. What
0: is up, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pumped. This is something new today. Um, as you can tell uh, by the yellow table setup, it's not usually this beautiful. The yellow table is always beautiful, but today it has an extra flair to it. Um, we got a really cool episode set up for the familia and the listeners out there. man. It's
1: like you're the kid and it's Christmas morning, and Seriously, you're excited, man. man. Seriously,
0: man. I see all this. I see all this brown gold in front of me, man, and I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Uh, so uh, this is gonna be a fun episode to do, man. So who we who do we have today, man? Uh, to Today's today's episode, like I said, is going to be extra fun. Um, Today's guest, he can actually find the art in everything and anything he comes across. He's an avid collector of tattoos, loves the local Ventura County hardcore scene, and is a connoisseur of craft beers, tequilas, and as you can see in front of me, whiskeys. He's traveled across the country looking for and handpicking the finest barrels of whiskey you can find in SoCal. He is the head of the research and drinking department at the Happy Place. We have the one, the only, travel. Travis McGee, what up, Travis? Uh,
2: thanks, guys. Thanks for having me here. Yeah,
0: of course, man. Welcome to the Yellow Table, my brother. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, man. I'm just excited for today. You know, uh, you said uh, he's like a kid at Christmas. I do got the beard like Santa. You know, so <laughs> yes. here I am. With Hell the
3: presents, yeah, you know man.
0: What I mean? We got whiskey Santa in the house. I there love we it. Go. I love it. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped up. I'm excited to have you here. Um, we're recording on a Friday too, so I mean the vibes in this room are on. You point set this right up now. good,
1: man.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, put this one put this one on point. As soon as Travis was down and we were going do a live whiskey tasting uh for the show I was like it's got to be a Friday sesh man always I mean, down
2: for a whiskey tasting yes man, man. always down
0: <laughs> me, me me too me too and you brought quite the selection so I'm excited to to get into it um before we get into the interview let's uh let's get down to business which one do you want to start with which one which way are we going to start this flight of whiskey all right so um
2: you know You did say I did go across the country to go hand pick a barrel. So we're going to start off with our barrel pick uh, right here, Nulu. This is a straight bourbon whiskey from uh, Nulu. They're out in Louisville. Uh, They go underneath the flagship of Prohibition Craft. The head distiller there is Chase. This guy is amazing. He took the time. He took the patience, and uh, he let us pick these barrels, man. So I'm excited to pour this up for you.
0: Hand picked, yeah. That's a dope barrel too. Like as you poured, uh, I I noticed that it's got the it's got like the melted wax on both ends, dude. Yeah. That's pretty dope. So like he called it the tater wax. And, the tater uh, wax. Okay. He tater
2: wax bottle sixty nine. Bottle sixty nine. Nice move, Chase. <laughs> nice move, <laughs> Chase. Um, you know, I had to dig through the the cases to find the one bottle. And Hell yeah. Came across this beauty and uh, yeah, no, dude, this is so good to me. This drank perfectly. Um, you try not to pick what you want, uh, per se, as to, like, what you really love to drink. And um, we're only going to do a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean? Like, got it, we, got, we got a Just few a bottles taste. here. little taste. Yeah, we got, we got some. We, it's a marathon today. It's a marathon today, you know, today Travis, we're right? Not, we're not
2: sprinting to the end there, yeah. you know what I mean? So, we got to make a last. But, uh, that's right. That's uh, but right. But it's cool, man. Like, uh, we tried to make sure that we did get something for everybody in the sense of, like, what this tastes like, what it's going to taste like okay. uh, further on down the road, kind of thing like that.
0: Yeah, because it's cool. I see that they you got the Happy Place Single Barrel Select sticker on there. Yes, sir. That so, has our logo on it for the store. and uh, So that whole barrel, you guys went, picked it out, and they bottled it up and sent it to us lucky people here in Ventura County at the Happy Place. Yes, sir, they did. Hell and, yeah. Uh, couldn't be happier to bring them
2: to Ventura County to do that kind of stuff like that. I do feel like uh, – well, I'm pretty sure we are the only only store in the area that has the barrel pick from Nulu. <laughs> guaranteed, you know I mean? guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, cheers, cheers brother. Then. Happy Friday. Happy Thanks Friday. for being at the yellow table with the us. Yellow table. Cheers Salute. to everybody. Cheers. saloon. That drinks,
0: dude, it is so smooth, man. I this mean, is,
2: this is a high proof whiskey too, man. That's so. what I
0: was going to say for being, for, for being almost 60%, man. I mean, it's like if I drank Bacardi 151 like that, dude, I'd be, I'd be on the <laughs> ground sucking for, <laughs> sucking for air and right? getting oxygen in my chest. But that is just smooth, dude. So it's the, cool,
2: like one of the things that we did learn when we were out there, was called like the Kentucky chew, which is like, kind of like the Jalisco chew where you take a sip, you kind of let it sit around your mouth for a second, and what it does, it kills the, like the pain receptors in your mouth. And um, on your second sip, it's I gonna, got that it's,
0: feeling right now. You it's know? gonna <laughs> taste
2: a lot better on the second sip, so you'll get a little bit more flavors, a little okay. bit more of the nuance of the barrel, and um, that's kind of what we were after when we were searching for things. You know, vanillas, cinnamon, some spice, some big, big bold flavors, because you're a happy place, man. Me especially, big bold persons.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I love. I mean, just to talk about the happy place just for a second is you seem to always have like the best selection there. Uh, The craft beers are always out of this world. And uh, I'm just starting to get into actually fine whiskey tasting. And you guys seem to have a selection, like you said, that you can't find anywhere else. So it's pretty cool.
2: No, man. Like we we work hard and uh, we do uh, the cool thing about it is we taste everything that we get to bring into the store <laughs> <laughs> i like that because <laughs> it's a hell of a I job man i can't sell a bottle if i don't like it you yeah. know right. what i mean like we have to like what we're bringing in uh, especially for the customers so it helps us convey uh, like a sense of knowing Rather than oh, just buy this bottle, you know, blah blah blah, you know, yeah, anybody could do that, right? But,
0: Somebody you know, told me this was a ninety dollars bottle of whiskey. Buy it, buy yeah. it for a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know?
2: exactly. But the thing about Happy Place, thing about what I try to like cultivate at the store is a sense of you're you're, you're here, you're family, mm-hmm. and I want you to go home happy. Yeah. <laughs> not, to yeah. plug, not to plug the name or anything and like that. You know I mean? <laughs> it works <laughs> but, though. But yeah, that's that's just how I am too. Where like these things came from my collection, you know. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not shying away from, like things that we do sell. Yeah. And uh, uh, here I am, you know, talking about this whiskey, and I could talk about this whiskey all day long.
0: I can tell, <laughs> and I appreciate you coming. Uh, I'm curious as to when did you? I'll let you take a sip while I ask you this question. Um, when did you first find a love for tasting whiskey? Right? Because I mean. I probably drank my first whiskey when I was 17 years old in an excess amount just for the hell of it. But, you know, it's like it's taken me a long time to actually find a love to try and enjoy the whiskey. So when was that moment for you?
2: You know, know, for sure, man. Like I kind of came through the rigors too, where I was I was younger drinking whatever I could get my hands on, you know, whatever dad had in his liquor cabinet, you know. Uh But uh, my love for whiskey really came from like barrel aged stouts. And uh, I wanted to taste the whiskey that those barrels came from. And uh, I wanted to know what lend like the flavors to the stouts.
0: Okay, so when you say it, school me to the game real quick, Travis. When you say barrel aged stout, mm-hmm. um, you're talking about a stout beer, then? Yeah, a the stout beer aged in
2: say a whiskey barrel. Like, uh, is that but, how
0: all stouts are made? Not all stouts are made that, that okay. way,
2: but um, like. It's a it's, it's a, a technique. Bigger, the, yeah, it's a technique. It's a bigger, uh, bigger step where there is like a barrel aging, like facilities, things like that. Like, for example, Bottle Logic. Bottle Logic has some of the best bourbon barrel aged beers I've ever had, and okay. uh, those ones they have a whole separate warehouse. They they sit in barrels for you know about a year, year and a half, and the, like they constantly get taste tested, and things like that. So, I've had a we actually have a beer at the store right now that was aged in. 10-year Pappy Barrel, 10-year uh, Pappy Van Winkle Barrels. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Rip, sorry, Rip Van Winkle Barrels. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get burned for that one. For the okay.
0: <laughs> <community>. <laughs> okay, so they're aged into Rip Van Winkle. So school me on Rip Van Winkle. So the, that I, that's one of the more sought-after whiskeys in the world, right?
2: Yeah, so that one is a highly allocated whiskey, bourbon. You know, um, that right there is... The echelon that we get to in, okay. the, in like the liquor store game for sure, but uh, like craft beer. Or how much
0: does a bottle of How much does a bottle of that Van Winkle go for? Usually retail. If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go buy a bottle of it from the happy place today, what what kind of what, what kind of stacks do I got to bring with me? You know, uh, I was always told if you had to ask. No, <laughs> 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 no
2: but um, you know they get up there, man. Like two thousand. Yeah. Okay. like especially now since That's pricey, like the bro. The, the, yeah. bur- the bourbon game has just gone through the roof yeah. like as far as like retailing as far as secondary selling things like that so we try not to overcompensate for that but uh you know rolling there with a couple racks I make you very happy <laughs> <laughs>
0: This bourbon. i will tell you yeah. what, this makes me very happy too. I mean, this Nulu stuff is legit. Are you a
1: lightweight, man. Jason? I'm not a lightweight. Right. I'm not a lightweight. I'll be all
0: right. I'll be all right. I'll be able to hang. <laughs> if my words start slurring at home, I don't you want guys to have to call why. your wife,
1: bro, to pick you up. She already told me. She already told me she's not
0: picking me up. So I got to be able to drive out of here. Oh so. for sure, I can't be sloppy. I'm yeah. inside, yeah. so trust exactly. Me. We got we, we we got some supervisors watching over there this whiskey go. tasting. Uh, unfortunately, but um, I tried this Nulu at Mm -hmm. the store with you a while back oh yeah the toasted
2: barrel was one of the first like versions of nulu that we did get at the store Mm -hmm. that were first available to california this i believe is still batch one toasted barrel and that by far made me a believer in the brand and made me want to reach out more and uh do this
0: barrel pick so
2: if you want to get that one man i'm I'm or I'm all about it, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Both both, are, both both are delicious. We'll 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 wait for the we'll wait for the second tasting for a second. Um, I'm gonna crack this and get a little palate reset. Oh, there you go. Um, but I I do still want to know um exactly how long now do you think it's been that you've been actually appreciating the taste of whiskey and Av- trying to learn the notes
2: avidly like the last like two years maybe three um I lost track yeah so hey. I mean like. Time flies when you're time, having fun, man. Time <laughs> definitely flies. I want to say, like, you know, I kind of started getting, like, dipping. I'm still dipping my toes in this, like, because this is a game that's been around for years, man. Of course. Like, like, older than old, you know what I mean? Like, bourbon, whiskey, some of the oldest spirits in, in like, the when country. Did,
0: when when were they founded? Do you know, happen to know the history behind whiskey? Well, like, one of the first, like, um, bottles
2: bottled whiskeys comes from Old Forester, and that was, like, in the 1800s. Uh, oh, wow. So he first bottled it because... Back then, whiskey, bourbon was pretty much anything anyone could get their hands on. And uh used to come from even spittoons, like, out in the Western days. Like yeah. They used to... Uh, bottle up the, the chew and all the all the nasty, like, back spit and everything. Oh, shit, and, really? Yeah, no, so um, the guy, Old Forrester, uh, from so Old Forrester. So they bottle up
0: the spit and turn that and, like, ferment that into, they, and ferment they that into just, whiskey? They wouldn't even
2: ferment it, man. They would just bottle up and sell it to people because oh, people were dying left <laughs> and right. And then this doctor that founded Old Forrester, he actually was the first person to put whiskey into a bottle. And back then, too, you can get whiskey, bourbon prescribed to you. Yes. What happened to us?
0: What happened to us as a society?
2: You know, we uh, we run in circles here.
0: So. <laughs> Coming back around, baby. Natural healing. I like it.
2: But yeah, no, that was like one of the first iterations was out in the 1800s was um, the first bottled whiskey was Old Forester, which was one of the distilleries we actually got to go visit in Kentucky when we were out there. Really? So that was fun.
0: Damn, I bet that was really fun. So um, switching to that topic then, wh- what made you guys choose Kentucky as a spot? Like how did you land on that spot? This well, is a spot we need to go for whiskey tasting. Kentucky has the Bourbon Trail.
2: Kentucky is known like they have the second or like one of the two largest lime uh, limestone watersheds in the world. Okay. The second one is in Ireland or like in like Europe. All right. So that's why that's where the whiskey comes where from. Where like a lot Europe. of Irish
0: whiskey comes yeah. from. Yeah. All right. So like
2: the purity levels have to be a certain certain like level for the for its for the water to be used for the whiskey.
0: So basically the lime watershed creates a very like soft clean pure water to start with. Is yeah, that the thought process exactly. behind it all? Yeah,
2: so they want something pure, they want something nice. They they don't want any impurities coming through that. But yeah, so like no that's why,
0: uh, no Ventura tap water <laughs> getting used.
2: <laughs> no Ventura tap water, no LA water, okay. you know what I mean? Uh but uh but yeah, that's why like even like the horses from Kentucky, they have a denser bone mass. Than other horses from around the world
0: drinking whiskey or because they're drinking that water, you know, horse, <laughs>
2: maybe a little, both. You, you know, the horse drink brings you to water horse brings you to the whiskey there, you know, yeah, what I mean? right on. But, but that was one of the cool things that we did learn out there, too, was that that's why uh, whiskey is made predominantly in Kentucky and around the area. It's because of the lime, the limestone watersheds. So okay. it's interesting, man. Like the tap water out there. Amazing. I drank that all the whole time we were out there. We were out there for five days, man. I drank that all the time. Really. Staying hydrated.
0: Here, it's funny, man. People avoid tap water like the plague. Oh, yeah. Like They'll be like, no, yeah. no, oh, that yeah. cancer water? I can't drink that cancer water. Yeah, you know? I'd, rather like,
2: drink, I'd rather drink a Modelo than yeah. tap water. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: I mean. laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's Ventura County tap water is Modelo right there. Um, but, yeah, that that's really cool. So what parts of Kentucky did you stick to just straight Louisville, or did you kind of travel around?
2: We did a couple different spots, but predominantly we were in Louisville. That's where, our, that's where we stayed, uh, and we went to Michter's. We did the Whiskey Row, which is like right downtown Louisville. We we did Michters, we did Old Forester. We also uh, hit a couple little like random whiskey bars around the way. But uh, okay, ate some decent food. You know, uh, I can't remember the name of the steakhouse out there, but man, I ate a what was it a thirty two day dry aged prime prime steak.
3: Phenomenal, oh my god,
2: phenomenal. And uh, my girlfriend's vegan, and now <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I had to take I had to take full advantage of the choice. Yeah, to hell yeah. Eat that piece of meat there, I was like, oh my god, yes nah, sir, it's
0: going down, <laughs> yes sir, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my mom lives out in Indiana now So where she lives It's like an hour away from Kentucky mm-hmm. So last time we were there We went to an aquarium in Kentucky And uh, yeah they just have a really cool vibe It was like where The part of Kentucky we went to Was also on the river I think like Louisville right? Yeah
2: Louisville like overlooks Like right from where we were staying You could look and see Indiana Across the river
0: Yeah see yeah. So we were this, we were just a little bit further I guess like east from there We looked right across the river It was Ohio Like looking at the Bengals stadium oh, Cincinnati Bengals stadium Really bitchin' view man And there's just just like, just cool, like, uh, pub restaurant right there. And they serve a bunch of whiskey, Yeah, you man. know? So while we're talking about that area, Kentucky mm-hmm. whiskey, let's try a little bit of rye. And then, uh, once you pour us up this rye, um, I'm kind of interested on how you went through all those different distilleries and then decided to land on Nulu as your choice. So Nulu,
2: um, like how you asked why we chose Louisville, why we chose Kentucky, uh, mm-hmm. Lou, uh, can Nulu sits in the, uh. Uh, what area is it? It is the um the newer version of Louisville, like the newer version of the downtown area. And um it's a kind of a revamped kind of like feel, you know, it's like
0: going you know, mo- going modern, like kind going, of
2: going more modern, yeah. going kind of kinda of hipsterish, you yeah, know I mean? gentrifying but the area a little it, bit, all right. It's it's I mean, definitely it's- rad though because you do get a lot of like um craft bars yeah of like craft whiskey bars rather than out here you get a lot of craft beer oh you know okay I mean? out there's a lot of like different craft uh whiskeys different things like that we're doing different cocktails and blah and like um you know things like uh in that nature and uh they're they just um they were very easy to talk to about, uh, at Nulu at the distillery
0: do do a lot of, so at those craft places um, before we cheers here, do they make a lot of their cocktails with Nulu? Is it kind of a, a big name brand or is it a little more on the lower end in in, in, in Louisville?
2: I would say that Nulu is kind of still an up and coming name, That's but they good. do have um, various like, uh, like, the, like there's Justin's house of bourbon out there. They have barrel picks from them. Uh, also there's like Frankfurt liquor out there. They have barrel picks and there's a bunch of different iterations that they do. They also work with a, it's a brandy distillery that down the road there where they get a bunch of barrels from them and then they also finish bourbon and whiskey in those barrels. So it's it's just really? they're okay. really community community forward. Chase is a young guy, he's about my age, like 34, 35. Well, Chase and, is uh, crushing it because that
0: straight is is bomb and uh this rye this is This is this is the toasted. The toasted. This is the toasted, toasted. barrel Nulu uh, California batch 1. Cheers. California batch 1, baby. Dude, the smell on that whiskey is legit. Dude, that like set, I feel like I feel like the first thing you eat with is your nose. Yeah. And same goes with same goes with with drinking obviously too. Mm-hmm. Um and watching you sniff it made me sniff it, and then I was like, "Dude, I feel like that. I, I feel like that set me up for success for that sip, man." Most it, definitely, man. It like, tasted fantastic. They always say that
2: kind of like when you're when you when you first go to drink it, you you smell it, but you smell it kind of with your mouth a little bit open, so yeah. that way like it kind of just aer- aerates it yeah, through and stuff yeah, yeah. like that, which is like. It just for me, it's second nature now. For, but it, like people, are like oh, what the,
0: what are you doing over there? I'm yeah. like,
2: oh yeah, well do this. And well,
0: we'll when you're th- drinking good, I feel like it makes it, it makes sense. When you're drinking pop off or something, obviously you ain't gonna want to sniff that shit. I'm not smelling pop off before I drink that.
2: No. I'm, I'm taking a swig of Sprite and some pop off. <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> I'm doing the
0: double the double shift. Um, but, but yeah, but Kentucky man, like
2: um, that's just where they are, and um, it just kind of like. Coincided with a bunch of different things that we were already doing as a company, as a store, uh as far as our connections through our rep our reps that we come to the store for uh, different different um alcohol distributors. But uh these guys, like I reached out on Instagram and I was like, hey man, what does it take to do a barrel pick? He was like, Fly out to Kentucky. No, I Dope. told I told Sky, I was like, Hey man, we can do a barrel pick in Kentucky. He was like, Fuck okay, it, let's do it.
0: I love Sky. <laughs> Sky exactly what he said.
2: He said, let let me know when. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, he's like, let's book tickets. And yeah. we flew out there. It was um Sky, myself, and our and my store manager Garrett. And um That's so dope. Know, we we flew out there and um we had a great time, man. Like Micter's was cool, like the, they took really good care of us. We had some amazing bourbon there. We actually did a tour of their little like behind the scenes thing, but Nulu by far stood out in and, and the aspect of craft.
0: What was uh, the coolest part
2: about being at their distillery? It's being around all those barrels, man. Like, like being in that warehouse, smelling like they stacked high or what? Like stacked like four high, four pallets high, and then like he bringing them down on the forklifts, and you're just like, oh shit, dude, I don't
0: want to try that.
2: We gotta try some cool stuff,
0: man. So, like, when, so when you try the barrel, right? Mm. So you handpicked a barrel. How did you try? How do? You, how did you try it? Like, do they drill a hole in it for you, or is there so already
2: a hole drilled in it? There's a there's a, a head, and the head has a bung. And he takes the bung out and it's called a whiskey, uh, a whiskey thief. Okay. It's this long cylindrical thing that he puts down, but you can, uh, you control it by.
0: Okay. Well, like the old school straw, straw trick, right? Yeah. I was like,
2: oh shit, you know, like, that's cool. So it's called a whiskey thief though. It's made <laughs> out of copper. So it's like clean as it goes into the whiskey.
0: So it won't contaminate so the. So no, no impurities, okay. things
2: like that. And then it goes right into, uh, right into the, the solution. So when the next one goes through, so he reached down in there, he put it out and then we got to try four different barrels on. On that palette, and we landed between two all the one, same product though basically yes and no i wouldn't say that they were treated a little differently like as far as like was like,
0: one toasted one wasn't those kind of things was or
2: aged a little longer as far as like a straight goes okay. um one was like this amount of time or one was this proof and this that and this you know so but they all stayed on the same palette, aging in the in the Rick House at the same time you know so that was cool like seeing him take the whiskey thief hell and, yeah dude we are trying samples, trying samples, and then— um, And then
0: here it is in a bottle, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, how tight is that, dude? This toasted, barrel, this toasted barrel stuff that he does is by far one of my favorite iterations that they do. I get the custard. I get the vanilla— you get nice like smooth finish. It's it's warm. It's a chest warmer.
0: So this is different than the rye, then. Yeah. So I purchased the rye the when it was rye. like I think it was the whiskey of the month or something oh, at yeah, the happy yeah. place. Um. But yeah, this is different, man. This is smooth, man. It's got right. like a. It's almost got like a like a a subtle like nutty finish mm-hmm. to it,
2: man. No, most definitely, man. That's why I, I I dig it. Like it has like that kind of like almonds or not almond, but I would say like, you know, just a really nice smooth finish.
0: Yeah. And man, this is really this is really this is really good stuff and uh, it's funny that it, it seems like it was actually distilled uh, with, with uh, some type of Indiana uh, so co parts too. The, the cool part
2: about Nulu too, like the way that the straight barrel pigs came from.
0: Uh-huh. what they do is they get it
2: from MGP, which is uh, Midwest grain products. And, uh, they get it straight, they baby. Get, they get it straight from Indiana they bring it right to their to the warehouse oh okay and then so, they and then they age it ah. and then they and then they don't mess with it a lot of places will get mgP uh, product and then they'll blend it they'll mix it with different things and uh this one is just straight up mgP product aged aged for uh five years I believe this one is amazing it's so good but this that <laughs> the store picks are phenomenal dude it's so smooth I'm
0: telling you for for drinking for drinking 60 percent whiskey it is so smooth the toasted barrels too the toasted barrels
2: they get a they get that toasted treatment um, mm. they come from mgP in that straight barrel and then they take uh toasted and then they transfer it over to the toasted barrel and that's what gives it like all the vanilla tannins you're gonna taste a little bit of custard caramel you get the nice subtle brown spice on the back and stuff like that so That's what that's for this. I sell a lot of these just based on like my description and then letting people try
0: it. You know what I mean? That's how you got me, man. Because honestly, um, just for some context for the listeners, I met you through after doing a podcast with Sky. We cruised by the happy place to try out the happy place eatery was brand new. I mean it still is still yeah. is in in its infancy, but I mean it was brand, brand new. So I had to get out there and get me a happy burger. Um, and then I also left there with a bottle of rye after your description to it. I mean, like oh, it yeah. just I mean, it just sold me and the whole story of going and seeing it like I just, like, pictured the, the the back roads of Kentucky and where this probably, you know, whiskey truly started from, from wherever Chase got his roots from. Yeah. And so on and so forth. So it was really cool. Where's the distillery, like, wh- where is it at? Is it right there in the heart of Louisville it's or right is it in, in the, the backwoods somewhere? It's or? right in
2: the heart of Louisville, like downtown Louisville. Like that is cool. right there in the new district of, like, um, okay, it's Nulu. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the name. It's totally space, but New Lou. Oh, New, is new Louisville. New, new Louisville. So I mean, my goodness. Damn, I,
0: Chase, you're good. You're I'm good. Totally brain fart <laughs> on that one. You yeah. know what I
2: mean? But uh, but yeah, New Louisville. So it's the New Lou district of Louisville, like where they have bars, they have uh smoke shops, they have like uh craft things. Whereas, like you can walk in like uh, like downtown Ventura yeah. almost, but it's a whole whole uh, uh-huh. whole area of things.
0: Like you said, they're doing a lot of like whiskey craft
2: cocktails out there. Yeah, most
0: definitely. What and was the best one you tried while you're out there? Can you remember one that was like, damn,
2: that one was fire. You know what? I didn't really mess with the cocktails out Just there. Just went straight I whiskey? Went, I went straight whiskey the That's probably the, time. That's probably the move. One of my favorite uh, moments out there, we went to this restaurant called Four Pegs. and And okay. uh, we sat at the we sat down at the table. I ordered myself a gigantic plate of barbecue. Damn right. And, and we bought a bottle of Blanton's from the bar. Oh, yeah. Couldn't couldn't go wrong with that. We we polished the bottle of blends. That's and gangster then. too. Like just
0: give me the bottle, bro. Like we ain't here to fuck around. Just put the bottle on a table. Give me my barbecue. We're gonna it's, be It's funny, man. Like we're every, be up for in a the while. bar
2: everyone in the bar kinda looked at us like You want to, you want to buy the whole bottle? We're like,
0: send it, man. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. (laughs) Did I stutter? What the hell? Did
2: I say shot or (laughs) bottle? You know? No, it was, that was fun, man. That was like, that was one of the most like baller things that I think we did at that point was where Sky was like, you guys want that bottle? We're like, fuck yeah. we We all like, we all put in money on it. We're like dude yeah 130 bucks for a bottle of blends at a bar
0: yeah all day <laughs> yeah you know what i mean here it would be like 500 dollars bottle I, be, I don't even want to think about it you know <laughs> I mean? i'd rather
2: just go home and drink
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> um so so the the older distillery you said was out there too is it old forester old forester yeah so how was that what was that like that
2: was cool man like uh I remember well the the morning of uh, that tour. We actually went to the Louisville Slugger plant. We made we got baseball bats made, Sick. and we uh, we drank some coffee at this little like you got baseball bats made at the Louisville Slugger <laughs> yeah, plant. That was that was tight, man. And Dude, then, I'm living vicariously through
3: you
0: right, right?
2: now, bro. Like, I played ball until I was like 18, then yeah. I got hurt and uh-huh. all this stuff. But and I was like, oh, you know, uh, I used to play baseball, but <laughs> it was it was cool, man. Like going to the Louisville Slugger plant and like actually seeing this thing actually happen in front That's of tight. me. Tight, ridiculous. But we were there in the morning and then we're like, all right, so we got this tour going and then we walked like, how can you, it's like, how, it was unfathomable to me to like walk to a distillery that old. And yeah. I was like, yo, this is nuts.
0: Like <laughs> how old is the distillery? Do you know the year like that eight, early 18s or that
2: one's the early 18s. I don't believe it's like where they distill mainly now. I think they, it's a, it's an offsite one, mm-hmm. uh, from what I can remember from the tour. But, um, it was cool man yeah. like seeing everything happen i actually got a fire uh like hit the button in char barrel myself and oh damn it was pretty nuts man Taylor, you're
0: doing it up bro like <laughs> winter like royalty continue, man you it was all. fun man like oh yeah uh,
2: we want to go back uh we might go back uh to do a woodford uh, woodford pick but okay it's still up in the woodford reserve
0: is good too uh, i like i, I like woodford it. um but you know what I like about being in areas like that is like you just feel the you feel the history in the area. Oh yeah. Because back then, you know, cities that were on the waterways were like the main cities. Oh yeah. You know, so for being on a big river like the Ohio River right there, mm-hmm. I mean, all those cities, you can just feel like the the history behind it. And no matter what that history, whether it was good and bad, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of both, you know, as America's being founded. Um, and there's no way to avoid that. But I mean, it's just cool to be around that and just feel that, that passion on like where kind of things started. Like for instance, it's great whiskey. Distilleries. Exactly.
2: And like, that's kind of like, I, I was kind of beside myself at a point, you yeah. know, when I was out there because I, I like history, like in like pivotal points of like Americana or just in general history. Yeah. They stand out to me and like I'm like, "Dude, I'm like standing in this spot where like the revolutionaries stood and yeah. Like, yeah. you know like these 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 freaking people were like arguing with each other over 100% XYZ" and I'm yeah. like this is pretty nuts to be standing in this part of America. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the ability uh, for us uh, to do this
0: podcast in <laughs> California basically started back there uh, on on that little river trail and things yeah, like that. You know. And it's a trip because it's funny that you said that. Like um, Growing up in New Jersey, I guess I kind of took it for granted. But then after I'd moved away to California for a while and then went back with my wife, and we're cruising through, you know, and there's this back way that you could take from Trenton, um, and it kind of cuts through like this wooded area on the way to Princeton. Mm-hmm. And then there's still a spot that's preserved. I don't know. I haven't been there for a few years. But I would be astonished if they gave up the landmark. Um, and it's just this opening field that pops up, and there's like a old school uh, colonial mansion in the back, and it's the field, and that's the field where they bought, where they fought the Battle of Princeton. And then literally two minutes more down the road, mm-hmm. you're in this like hustling and bustling like residential and commercial area where the Princeton University is and everything, and it's just nuts, yeah. like. That all that stuff happened right there. And now you can go two minutes down the road and be at a Best Buy. Right. You know, it's a trip. It's a trip. Well, so, it's a trip. So we went to castle and key castle
2: and key is, is the old Colonel E.H. Taylor building. And that was like, it's all brick and mortar, all handmade, everything. And it looks like a legit castle. And, uh, that right there has like uh, a dugout, um, key shape, uh, limestone, like wow. fountain, because he made it like that because the key to good bourbon is the water. So damn, that was pretty nuts. And like <laughs> to stand there and actually like see the water of the river and the creek, like flow through that. I was just like, it's really cool, man. I was kind of like, just like I said before, like beside myself, I'm like, dude, like,
1: that, I mean, dude, that dude, would have been killing the game on Instagram right now. Seriously, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. He would like, the way he like, was thinking, he was bro. Like, like this is nuts, man. To be standing where people like of centuries before me, or like you know, like like all those years and years and years ago, like making bourbon, you literally know, making bourbon. Mm-hmm. Prohibition style, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, you know, trying to stick it to the man still. Yeah, that's, yeah. what,
0: that's what it was too. It's like, it totally they're all was. like
2: sticking it to the man or like it totally was. prohibition. The thing know? that we're
0: all still trying to do, no matter what stick it is, <laughs> you know, man. whether, you know, seriously, you know, seriously, whether you're fudging your taxes or holding AMC shares or freaking buying prohibition based, you know, distillery yeah, booze man. still, or even people that are still running shine in Appalachian mountains, you know, you know like Appalachian mountains. Some of you know? the best
2: shine I've ever had is from my
0: homeboy up in Oregon, man. He he's still still doing the thing hell yeah good for him good for him
2: exactly man
0: but that's really cool and I think what's really cool too is that you said your love for whiskey actually started through stouts you know like barrel aged stouts and that's such a trip because almost my entire life I would say the last maybe it's about seven years now six years which sounds like a lot but it's not that much to me um I finally started drinking craft beer, and mm. I remember the day it started. Right, I was always a Keystone Light, Bud Light kind of guy. Whatever, you know, just give whatever. me, some, give <laughs> me, the, give me the thirty rack, and I'm going to go home and I'm going to drink as many as I, <laughs> many as I possibly can, and that's going to be my Friday or Saturday night. Um, but we went to this one birthday party, and mm. the guy there had Swami's uh, Pizza Port IPAs, there dude, you go. and it flipped me, man. I drank that beer, and I was like. Game changer. I was like, holy shit.
2: What is this? I haven't
0: drank beer before. (laughs) I have not drank beer before. You know, no knock on Keystone and and Coors and Bud Light and all those domestic brews. I mean, it's hard to make a consistent product for that long that the whole world loves. Um, So no knock on them. But Swami was definitely the first beer that flipped me. Do you remember the first time that you flipped and you were like, man, this beer is what I've been missing? It was
2: the 32-ounce brown sugar from the Lagunitas.
0: Yes. Yes. oh
2: man when i found out I can get a 32 ounce beer and get me that messed up for five bucks <laughs> yeah done, there it is done <laughs> stories
0: I'm done with these 40s oh, man, man. My, my
2: and then like one of my first ever like what i can remember first ever like going somewhere to hunt a beer was at old sam satqui liquor hell yeah when sky only had one cooler full of craft beer the rest of it was just all domestic domestic yeah that's what everybody wanted i, I got double actuator in a 22 ounce bomber that's that not to age myself in the craft beer game. Yeah, but dude. Oh my God. That's dope. That beer is now only made solely in cans and like it's been around forever. Yeah. But double actuator and a 22 ounce bomber from Sam's had liquor. That, Hell yeah. That and the 32 ounce brown sugar.
0: I remember, I remember uh, a buddy of mine when I was in the military, shout out to Zebra. Um, but he would drink the arrogant bastard pale ales. And I was always like, what the fuck are you drinking that shit for, dude? Like, come on, just grab, grab an 18-pack of Bud Light like the rest of us. Like, why are you getting that? But little oh, did I know, he was already up on game. <laughs> and see, I was see, not. Like back then, and too, I was I was not.
2: I was talking shit to people like... Why are you drinking that fancy beer? Yeah, you let, think me get it it, let me get an 18 rack. <laughs>
0: yeah. you know, oh, you're a me, beer snob. To, you're a beer snob. Yeah. Uh, what
2: was it? Um, Torino from um, Fresh and Easy when it was like a, like a $2, like a $5 six pack or something. Yep. I was like,
0: I'm going to load up on these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm
2: going back to the apartment. I'm drinking a handle, Jose like Where are <laughs>
0: Seriously. <laughs> I remember once I bought a six pack of, of beer that was literally titled Beer 30. Oh, wow. That was the name of the beer. beer I found it 30. in a liquor store. I was living in uh, La Mesa, El Cajon area of San Diego. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was at this little tiny liquor store, and I had about four bucks, and it was a six pack with just the plastic ring, you know, uh, bird killer. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. There you go, beer holder, and it was like <laughs> I,
0: th- I think it was like two seventy five for the for the for the six pack. I remember um, the
2: the angry horses or like the um the Trisco the trescovios. You know, Never I mean, I, I used to go to Chicago deli, man, get me uh, a four pack or a six pack of trescovios and, <laughs> and nice. <get> fucking wasted.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, so 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 that beer that beer flipped you. So after that, you were just all about the craft beer or it what was
2: kind of like touch and go at that point too, because I was still in that phase of like talking shit about craft beer. Yeah. And then like, Oh, you know, like, yes, this and that and this, you but became a
0: closet craft beer drinker. I did, man. And then like I got <laughs> called
2: out on it. And then after that, it just kind of like it turned me a little bit, but you know, I'll still never be opposed to doing the parking lot party at a show. Of course, you know man. I mean? Give me a, give me an 18 rack of Modelo's. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be chilling, you know what I <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but, uh, but as far as like things like that goes, like I think, uh, I kind of, like, found a new niche of people. Like, 2013, I think, 2013, 2012, uh, my buddy Jay, he actually introduced me to this craft beer club called the Ventura County Beer Society. What?
0: Shout out to Jay, and how come I haven't heard about this?
2: (laughs) But this this goes back, dude. This is how I met Sky, you know, because we used to do beer shares all together. And, um... I was, um, dope. What's a beer share? Tell me about it. Beer Let's, shares are like, you know, you bring a bottle, you bring two bottles. And like, it was like a group of us. It was not more than a group. It was like a, a huge gathering of us. We were talking like 10 people, 20 10, people, 10, 10 to 20 people. We used to go to the kitchen on a street and do like, you know, bottle shares there, uh, you know, recipes, to the kitchen, you know, blah, blah, blah. but, uh-huh. um, the beer shares, you bring a bottle and you get to like, open it up and pour people like little pours little two ounce pours and everyone gets to try different things and from there man like i discovered belgian beers i discovered sour beers i discovered you know stouts and uh things like that and it just kind of threw me into it because Mm -hmm. those people actually are still now my friends and yeah we're not a
0: beer club anymore but we all talk to each other. We're all still but Now you're together. more than a club, right? Because, like, when you have a club, then you feel like, I mean, are you really friends when you're in the club? It's like when you're outside the club, yeah. outside the clubhouse. That's when you know you got true friendship. Yeah. So it, that's it becomes, cool that it, it became more. It becomes exclusive. Yeah. And
2: then, like, you become, you, you develop these relationships with yeah. people. And uh, from there, man, like, yeah, like, I've known people since 2013, and I'm still hanging out with them, drinking beers, doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but now it's kind of like, Hey, I got this bourbon. You want you want to see it? <laughs> I got this bourbon from, from, from
0: the from from Nulu in the new part of Louisville. Really? You want to give it like, a shot?
2: They're like, oh, you know, and I'll go try them on some stuff and they'll like come into the store the next day and buy a bottle. I'm like, hey, you. Hey, gotcha. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: got him. But sucker him no. in. Well, sucker me into the next one though, while we keep on chopping it up here. Oh, cool, man. So this one's actually really interesting.
2: This is called Old Elk. Okay. Uh, Old Elk. Uh, they're from Colorado. Um, Dope. The uh, the head distiller here, his name is Greg Metz. Greg Metz actually came from, like, the same distillery that made Weller, or that makes Weller. He decided to part ways because they wouldn't let him put his name on a bottle. And uh, Damn, he,
0: that's it, cold. I mean, he's distilling it. Is he the head distillery he was, guy? He or? was
2: blending barrels for them, and uh, they were still calling it Weller, and he wanted to put his name on it, you know, because it's his product at the Man. end of the day. But Weller is one of the oldest – or one of like the keystones of the bourbon and like whiskey community. Okay, um, this is a this is a hundred proof weeded bourbon and or weeded whiskey, I should say. So um, what do you
0: mean? Oh, what do you mean by weeded? Weeded like, it,
2: it, that it's a higher a uh, higher count a higher percentage of wheat in the in the uh, mash bill
0: versus what's normal versus like. Um, <laughs> Man. Like rye, is it more rye or it's something, more, or it's
2: more? It's more corn, more uh, corn to um, you know wheat in ratio like that. Like okay, rye, so it, rye is really minuscule in, not minuscule. Let's like count it down in like bourbon, but uh, it's not as prevalent. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's an a, oddity. Like
0: typically, they're not a rye. It's like a thing by itself in a rye way. Rye
2: itself. Well, rye will be in the whiskey In the bourbon To make it that like Little burn That mm-hmm. you always feel from it But
0: But it won't be predominant
2: Yeah, exactly So when
0: you buy a rye whiskey That means the rye is predominant Like how you, like like you like got the toasted, rye, the toasted rye The toasted rye the yeah. toasted rye The yeah. toasted
2: rye that you got is, I think the COVID
0: killer Or whatever you got going <laughs> on Boy, I tell you what <laughs> nah, man, Take like, a little sip of that, man Your throat's gonna be feeling brand the, new I didn't bring
2: it today But the, the toasted rye pick that we did Is a six-year uh, MGP barrel That we decided to put into a toasted Toasted barrel To give it a a little bit more of a punch, and we wanted to get a little bit more vanilla. We wanted to give it a little bit more of a, a coaxing kind of feel to it. But uh, but if you drink like straight rise, like we're working our way to this big boy. Yeah, I say I'm saving the best for but, last. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like you know, like we work our way towards that. Like you're gonna get a little bit more spiciness. You'll you'll feel a little bit more things like that. But okay. with the weeded bourbon, it's it's a total different beast. And I'm becoming more partial to it
0: and. That's why I decided. I don't know to bring if I've ever today. had a weeded bourbon, so I'm excited to try it with. Uh, That's why the dis- best whiskey connoisseur in a VC right here. So <laughs> let's give it a shot. Cheers, man.
2: Cheers, brother. So this is why I decided to bring it today. It's a little different.
0: Okay, let's give it a try. At a hundred proof.
3: That, that is really smooth, ridiculous. man. It's
0: like drinks, like drinks, like uh like drinks, like Ventura tap water, man. <laughs> Seriously,
2: dude, that goes down smooth. You know, the thing I did like about that is that how we both were silent after the sieve. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, like I, I was, was like, what so. did I just drink? Was so that I was trying actually, still trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, was, was that, that actually whiskey? I mean, damn. <laughs> and then at a hundred proof, like I said, man, like it's. It's kind of dangerous, but it's kind of like, you know, I put this on par with Weller Antique 107. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that one
0: either. Weller
2: Weller Antique 107 is like uh, an allocated bottle as well. Uh, When you say
0: allocated bottle, that's the second
2: time. Allocated bottles meaning like... Um, hard to get, or for the stores to get, in okay. a sense. Like so, wait. like
0: this. This one has like a number on it, so it's kind of like when they start numbering releases. Those or- ones,
2: those ones, I wouldn't say are allocated as much as like uh, allocated mm. stuff is. Like what I had to sell the liquor store to be able to get that bottle. Oh. So I had to I you had to, to sell. prove that you sell
0: their product exactly. to get the good one.
2: Yep. I had to sell
0: Damn, that's 20 pretty...
2: I had to sell 200 cases of Fireball to get this, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. That So that. why
0: Fireball though? Is that because that's their like their low end whiskey? No, fi- well Fireball yes. Well, <laughs> Fireball. obviously Fireball is Fireball not what is, we have no, here on exactly, the table. But, uh, but why would Fireball matter to matter to these people? Because people? it's
2: our it's our it's the brand. It's a Zazarac uh Zazarac uh, brands. Okay. It's things like that where um, they they cover Pappy Van Winkle they co- they cover uh, Weller all that kind of stuff like that so that's what gives us well companies like Zazarac, you know cover all those kinds of higher coveted bottles in a sense so where you have to sell x amount of this to get these got
0: and you. I got
2: you. This is something that I'm still learning. I've only been in the liquor store for a year now again, you know, so I'll, I say again, I used to work at Pat Holden's mm-hmm. and I was, a, I was a cooler boy, so I didn't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> George kept me in the cooler and, uh, and then I ended what up, the hell, George? uh, like leaving that spot because I, I was a snot nosed kid and I thought I knew better, you know. Well. <laughs> but,
0: hey, snot uh, nosed kids know a lot of stuff, all right. Hey, you know
2: what but though a test to that is where it came it kind of gave me the drive to where now what I do at Happy Place comes from working hard and making sure that things are handled the way that they need to be. That's good. And um now the like, you know
0: You seem to be crushing it, man. I mean you held down the fort while the big dog sky was touring the Greek islands recently man. and stuff like that. And uh, uh, it seems like you're crushing it, man. Like all your, all your research and drinking videos. Mm-hmm. If you're not following a uh, Travis on Instagram, you need to follow him because dude, those videos are fire, man. They're super cool that, and man. entertaining, dude. They're no, really good.
2: Oh, uh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Like they're, you know, we have, we have fun making them as far as like that goes, but and, and people are like, Hey, how did you come up with that video? I'm like, nah. dude, honestly, I looked up a video. I looked up a recipe like ten minutes ago, and I
3: just
0: dude that jelly donut <laughs> one. I, I, I just learned
2: how to make this.
0: <laughs> how is the jelly donut one? I the jelly donut that one, one. That
2: one just seemed legit, dude. You know what? To be totally honest, it was fucking delicious. Yeah, you know? I, I bet. mean, like, I'm not gonna like front and say, "Oh, it was so good," and it, 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 it tastes like shit. But I. No, that was good? good. That was good. It
0: reminded me. It reminded me of when I lived in San Diego, and the fair's in town right now too, mm-hmm. so it's perfect for this story. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to the San Diego County Fair, which, if you haven't been, it's actually really good. Um, San Diego County Fair is a great time, but they had this jelly donut. Fried chicken sandwich. So it's a jelly donut with a spicy fried chicken sandwich in between it, and that was like you know it's fair food or whatever. I think
1: I seen that on the news, and I was like, that's a heart attack waiting to it happen. Was.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a extra thirty seconds of a. <laughs> <laughs> Diameter gone on start, arteries you because see, of it. You start
3: to see <laughs> but
0: but it was it was it was worth it. It was worth it, and it was like just like this phenomenal taste that I never had before. So when you said like oh this is like the jelly donut uh, uh, brew, and I was like man this is like quite the concoction, and that's what popped in my head. I was like man this is oh, like yeah. a, the forbidden taste. You know that, I'm always that. searching for a good jelly donut. Flavored
2: anything that beer is solid man that's from captain Fatty's and uh, slow brewing company cool. uh, it's like it has what really got me what really made me want to do it was so it's colored like homer so okay i was like all right simpsons man Yeah, he loves like jelly nostalgia. donuts i love it you drips
0: know? on the nuclear uh warhead <laughs> button in <laughs> exactly. the nuclear plant
2: and that's it you know and then uh knowing me man i'm, I'm always gonna throw shots in something so yeah that's <laughs> tight man that's
0: tight that, that 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 is really that is really sick and uh i'm like so perplexed with how you've been able to turn your love, uh, for whiskey and drinking into this career that you founded, man. And it's really cool. Um, uh, but I did see in your bio before this, mm-hmm. and I just want, I wanted to talk about it cause it really drew interest from me. Handmade fishing lures. Oh, man. So Travis used to make handmade fishing lures. I did. Shout out to Bass Tricks. Shout uh, out to Bass Tricks. I need to know about this. How do you, A, how do you even make a handmade fishing lure?
2: Man, so I found these guys on Indeed because I used to work in a manufacturing plant. Indeed. And, uh, shout, and shout, out, shout out to Indeed. Shout out
0: plug to Indeed. Sheesh. Yeah. But, um, the sponsor, but yeah, what's up?
2: No, man, for real. Um, they. Uh, I used to work in a manufacturing plant, and this job came up as a manufacturing job. I applied to it and I showed up and they were like, this is what we do. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? so, you know, okay. it was touch and go at first. And then I learned how to do it. They're actually like literally from the studio, like two blocks that way.
0: Oh, this way from here. <laughs> yeah, wow. no doubt. Yeah. So yeah.
2: he's, he's local. The guy, the guy that owns it, his name's Brian. He's a local from Ohio. He's a, a Ex-professional Fisher um, Okay And then uh, him and Phil Phil's uh, his best friend From like back in the day But they're two Ohio kids man And what's the name of the What's uh, Bastrix Bastrix tricks, B-A-S B-A-S-S-T-R-I-X Okay And then um it was cool, man. Like it just, it's like, it starts with like melting plastic
0: and then hand painting things, placing are so hand painting, like the fish and everything on and then like attaching the hooks and everything.
2: No, we didn't do the hook ones. We only did um, soft floors. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so the ones that you put your hook in. Ah, uh, so and then they they kind of then they have to swim. It
0: makes it look like the fish, yeah, yeah.
2: So it like it has action like a fish, but uh, if I made the tails wrong, the the whole tray was wasted. That's it, dude. And, That's it. The bass is gonna <laughs> you know, know what's I mean? up. Like he's like he's like he's like swimming like this and shit. It's like not gonna happen. Bro,
0: you'd but, be surprised, man. Like there's like a whole belief in oh, like man, no. in like it's, this it's fake worm or this fake fish is only what the bass will bite.
2: I, I actually made um a pack of. Seven inch lures for a professional fisher that was up in a, like up north doing a tournament, and he actually won. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, oh nice. damn, I'll he I'll won with your I'll lures, my lures. You know, dude, and, that um, is tight. So it's cool, man. Like the 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 lure I made was called Ayu. So it's like this little okay. like this like Japanese fish, this little Japanese fish that has like a little yellow dot on it. So I would take like yellow paint and a in a clip and I would touch it and touch it and then if it ran too much i they were trash and i was like oh,
0: sick God. you're like the van gogh of fishing lures <laughs> oh bro. man i and like, then, like that. and
2: then like we paint on the um the backs with like special grades and um different colors different things not to give away any secrets from because you know, <laughs> Brian, 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 brian's man. like brian's gonna be like fuck this
0: guy <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him how we make right? it come no, on what man. the fuck,
2: Travis? but it was it was cool man like it was a lot different than like I, you know i was i was doing that um uh, off of, like, getting, not having a job for, like, a couple months. Mm-hmm. I was hurting, man. And then I was just, like... How old were you at this point? This was, like, literally, like, like two years ago. Really? Uh, okay, this cool. Was right before I started working for Happy Place. Because I was working there uh, at Tricks making lures. I get a... And then I randomly had a, phone, uh, had a day off during the week. Sky calls me. And Sky's my boy. So I was, like, hey, ah, what's, what's up, Sky? Right? And he's, like, hey, you want to come have a beer at the shop? I'm, like... For sure.
1: Hell you know, right like, here.
2: hell yeah. So I had just got, like, a couple four-packs of Monkish from Torrance. And uh, I was like, I'll bring some Monkish through, and we'll drink Monkish IPAs, you know. Solid choice. Right? And uh, I show up, <laughs> and, like, we're sitting outside of in the back area on this, like, little picnic table. And then uh, Sky's, like, he gets real serious with me. And I'm like.
0: I've never seen Sky. I'm serious. like,
2: what's <laughs> up, dude? And then Garrett, Garrett, I've known Garrett since I was, like, 15. He comes out. And then the store manager at the time, Brittany, she comes out and she has a laptop with her. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, I Did thought I, I do just, something wrong. I thought I thought I was just drinking beer and my, am I sitting in on a work I swear meeting? I've always paid for
0: all my beer. For real. Like I'm like, Am I sitting in on a work meeting? What's
2: going on here? Lost know, preven- my head, is a loss
0: prevention gonna come out? Like what? in my head, I'm like
2: spinning, spinning, you know, like spinning. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then they're like, what would you say if we offered you a job? I was like when do I start? <laughs> Hell yeah. Didn't even miss a beat. Didn't even miss a beat. I was like Sick. I was like when do I start? And they're like when can you start? I was like right now, you know. Clock me in. They're like what about what do you, are you working? I was like oh, fuck I do have the oh, other the job fish
0: lures. so you know not to, not to discount Brian and yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything no, but man yeah. like totally. you know
2: that that job was taking a fucking toll on me and like uh, like I'm like handling plastic all fucking day and <laughs> it's tough man you it's know tough. like Been it there. was like it was cool because I had my own little station I yeah. had like my king of the hill memes like posted like you know of the fishing sessions they did yeah. and like you know I had my little booth but uh. it was cool at the point, and then I was like, man, this job's bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, for me, at least. Like, you know? where's the ladder
0: going to go? Right? You exactly. got to think, you gotta think you know of where I mean, you're like, going to go I'm from here. I'm like, there. where am I going to yeah. go? Yeah. Yeah. But
2: yeah. at this job, like, they were like, well, we can give you this amount of hours. So I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I want to work full time. I want to do this, that, and this. And then. Here I am uh, a year later, you know, a year and a couple months later. I'm the assistant manager of the shop and supporting in the big role. and Crushing it. Crushing it, you know. Thank you, guys. That Setting mean, up you. for Boots
0: and Brews, too. Setting so, up for Boots and
2: Brews, man, August 20th. When this uh, launches,
0: Boots and Brews is going to be on and cracking. It's going to be know, launching right before that weekend. So we'll be, we'll,
2: uh, happy we'll have place a will there be all up in there. With the truck. The food with truck the will truck. be there, too. Sure. Dude, but, um, the
0: truck is crushing it, dude. The truck's cool, man. Dude, like, the truck is crushing it, bro. The truck is, doing great. Yeah, they, I mean, they're off to like probably the hottest start a food truck has ever had in the world. Like you know, they're, they're happy burgers winning awards already. They're on fire, man.
2: They're they were on uh what was it, KT uh KTLA five? Yeah, you know Sky like, was
0: up on like he was right, up on, straight up a you know, Good Morning like, America oh stats, You know
2: what I mean? Like yeah, Sky ain't fucking around. Nah man, like Sky's 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 an inspiring person, you know. What I mean I love working with him, I yeah. love working being around him. Not only is he a friend he's also like you know someone that i could look to to mentor mentor yeah. me and like look to for direction and things and uh we're, you know we're not too far off in age but it's just like yeah he's been doing this forever mm-hmm. and he is the man of many facets and like i try percent. to i try to learn as much as i can and uh you know you know shout out to sky you know yeah. giving me the chance to do what i'm doing now and turning what was a hobby into a career mm-hmm. and like kind of like going from there like Right now, I'm um, I'm certified as a craft beer server, CBS level one. I'm a I'm I'm still building up my cicerone program, stuff like that. So cicerone meaning like it's like a sommelier, but for craft
0: beer. So school me do sommelier. I so don't know.
2: Sommeliers are like those guys that come up to your table and serve you wine with a little like handkerchief on your hand. Oh, okay. And like, doing it like, all, doing
0: they, all extra. Yeah, Godfather like. They,
2: they talk to you about. Uh, about, like, you know, where this wine's from, what yeah. tasting it goes yeah. with, pairing with this, that, and this. But, like, as far as that goes, like, I'm doing that for craft beer. And I'm also looking to do it with spirits. So... That's tight. And, like, he gives us the the whole entire store, not just me. He gives the entire store the chance to do this, to level up essentially. Yeah. And um, he's you creating
0: know. pathways. He's creating rungs on a ladder for you guys. Yeah. And that's honorable and it's noble. And I wouldn't expect anything less than sky. Oh, and I sure. wouldn't expect anything less than you for seizing those opportunities, man. Oh so man. Good like for you brother, you
2: know, like he, he gave us this opportunity and I'm taking it and I'm running with yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody
0: like, that's given an opportunity doesn't always seize it. So honestly, yes. Thankful like, for sky, but big ups to you for seizing it, big dog. Oh, for sure, man. Like that's, that's what keeps me, you know, Persistent, That's right? right. Yeah, hey. hey.
2: hey.
1: yeah, hey. You
2: like, see a theme is, around I'm here. There, There's a theme around yeah, I'm here. Saying, right? There's man. a like, theme around it, here. It is what it is. Like you know, like we got to keep moving, right? It's the, it's the people around me that up. now, like, yeah, exactly. We're going up the ladder. We're not going down it. Like, right. we're, we're moving forward, and all we can do is just progress and keep moving. We, and when
0: you got a passion, I'm just
2: lucky that I have people that are there to give me the tools That's to right. do this. And then, like, it's my follow through. It's it's my support of my staff. It's my support of my managers and like things like that. So it's it's great. 100%. Like, I, I love the staff at Happy Place. I love the support at Happy Place. Like, right. these people have given me nothing but an opportunity.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine anything less from them. They're incredible. And it seems like when they're ready to get something, they put their head down. When they want the smoke, they go get the smoke. Oh, yeah, for sure. And when we're talking about smoke. Hit that smoke wagon. Let me. Let's let hit me. that smoke wagon.
1: You've been eyeing that one since
0: I walked in here. That's the big dog. This is the big dog at the table, right? I mean, that's, uh, the, I mean, that's like, the... Shout out Shout out
2: to Big Pep with the Big Dogs yeah, Only shirt. Exactly. You know what
0: I mean? Shout out to Big Pep, Big Dogs Only merch. It's on sale right now. Make sure you go check it out. But the big dog at the table right now is this Smoke Wagon. Tell me a little bit about the Smoke Wagon. Tell them about how exclusive it is. Tell them about how you ended up getting your hands on it. Let me know about it.
2: Gotcha, man. So Smoke Wagon is... One of my favorite distilleries right now, uh, they're based out of Vegas. The head distiller, head blender, his names Aaron Chepanik. This guy is killing the game. They won back in what was it, twenty twenty two, best uh, best spirit in uh, the San Francisco World Spirit Awards. So uh, that was just for their uncut and filter. Damn this bottle right here though. It comes from MGP. It's an eight-year MGP rye barrel. I keep hearing this. mgp Midwest man. grain, Midwest baby. grain products, baby. Ain't nothing like the Heartland, baby. <laughs> so they started this project eight years ago where they were aging these, predom- uh, these straight rye barrels. And they did different chars on them. So this one is Char C or Barrel C, which is uh, toasted. It's no chars on the heads, but it's a toasted barrel.
0: Oh so so they toast the planks but not the top and bottoms. yeah, is that correct? Yes.
2: so um, the other ones um, there's four iterations. there's uh, c D e and F. so there's different iterations of it, different chars, different different char levels. but this one's C. this one because I love toasted barrels. Mm-hmm. This one uh, I got the chance to actually like buy this because I put my email into a random generator and
0: oh like straight raffle status. They, well, you know, not, Whiskey not, lottery, not to, not to
2: say, not to you know, no, no legalities to it, you know. What I mean? Whiskey I, lottery. I, yeah, I got, I got, I got a chance to uh be able to get this bottle, and uh That's tight. I don't want, I don't want us to get zucked or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I dig it, but um, but yeah, no man, like I was like, I got the email, and I was kind of like a kid on Christmas. I was like, oh my god, like oh or like you shit. know, Charlie unwrapping the 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 golden <laughs> gold ticket, you yeah, know, yeah, Willy Wonka style, to, <laughs> you know. About to get that uh, smoke wagon, baby. I was, like, wagon, I was baby. like, I was like the grandpa getting out of the bed, dancing, shit, you know what I mean? Like start dancing around. You know, and um, I was able to buy this bottle, and uh, I was I was just kind of like shocked. I was like, "Damn, all right, you know, these bottles are hard to come by. I mean, um, secondary, I've seen ridiculous prices, but well, like a
0: rack. Oh
2: man, yeah, like (laughs) something nice. It's it's something nice, something nice up there. But
0: well. I mean, thank
2: you for bringing it to the yellow no, table. No, man, I wanted to bring this for you guys to try.
0: Uh, so and, I, uh, I tried a smoke wagon before. Uh, yes. Sky had one. The that gold, was a, was it the gold label? The one? gold label the one. one kind of Sky had one that was a whiskey of the month club. Shout out to the Godfather. He hooked it up and he got me. He got me a bottle mm-hmm. of it. So shout out to Enrique. I'm thankful for that. And uh, yeah, I sipped on it for for months, dude. It was like it was one of those like one glass deals. Like, oh yeah. You come home. Sure. You come home, you want something to sip on, you pour one little glass, mm-hmm. you know. Um, where's this distillery at? This distillery is actually in
2: Vegas. And... Um they're not actually distilling at the at the facility right now. They're still in the throes of, like, uh, dealing with all the legality aspects of everything. I was going to say,
0: you don't hear about a lot of distilleries in, in Vegas, Vegas. correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: So, a lot of the stuff that he was first getting was uh, sourced from MGP, again. You know, yeah, there Midwest, you go. Midwest. Midwest, Midwest Brothers, baby. plug, baby. But um, he was sourcing it from MGP, and what he would do is that he would blend. The, what he does is he blends barrels from different areas, different vintages, and— uh, Various years. So, uh, oh, so he's blending barrels to create this. Not this one in particular. Okay. But the uncut and filters. Okay. So the uncut and filters can contain like anywhere from like an eight year to a nine year to uh, upwards to a 12 year sometimes. You know what I mean? So you're going to be tasting some crazy stuff in those uncut and filtered bottles there. But, uh, that's dope. I did, however, just get the uncut the youngers Uh in and at the store. At the store, man. I'm going to come buy a bottle.
0: Ooh,
2: that ball happy place, baby, uh, Let's happy place, do it. man. We're getting, we're getting everything. Shout out to Max Collier Barnett. Yeah. You know Shout out to me? Max.
0: I'm actually golfing Satikoi with a couple of the homies next Sunday, so I'm swinging man, in no, a happy man. place. Get me a bottle. I got and, you. And uh, now after hearing Mambo talk, it's like I don't even know if I should open it. <laughs> I don't know if I should open it. Like maybe I should buy one to open and one to chill. Is it hey,
1: is the resale game like like. The real game, on, on in whiskey.
0: Yeah,
2: you know what? Unfortunately, so it, it it has gotten out of control sometimes. But there are some groups. like StockX style. Oh man, like <laughs> like you know like like Dogecoin style. You know what I mean? Like this bottle this bottle costs fifty cents, and now I'm gonna sell it for like a, a rack. you yeah. know what I mean? Like that kind of crap. <laughs> yeah, but plus
0: a thousand percent out of nowhere. And it and it and
2: it messes up. You know, like the retail game in a sense to where people. Expect one thing, and then they get all mad when it's like they a little bit much, yeah. you know. And you're like, hey "Look, dude, like we're a mom and pop shop. We're not bedmo you yeah, know. What I mean, yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta, like, I, I only get one of these. Mm-hmm. I don't it. get, I don't get a, I don't get a case. Yeah, I don't get two cases. Yeah, you know, some people do, Which some people do Anyways, man. But Fuck I mean, like, Mo. like the second, like the secondary market on bourbon is like just to say it is stupid. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it with a passion.
0: Yeah. But I hate the secondary market on almost anything. Anything. Like I understand that. it's like uh, like I understand, you know, from the idea like if you create a product that somebody wants to pay a lot of money for, but if mm-hmm. somebody else creates a product and you just happen to stay up all night until midnight and be the first person to buy it and rip off and rip off the I mean? next person, mm-hmm. like that's not cool. It's it like, cool.
2: man, like I, these bottles here, they're you know they're attainable, but you know I mean like you you you'd be spending upwards to like a rack maybe a thousand dollars to twelve hundred bucks depending on where you're getting it from, who you're getting it from. There are some groups that are moderated to where they'll only let it go for so much, you know. But say like you know they're gonna do ten spots at eighty five dollars. <laughs> that guy's gonna make yeah. buku money on like nothing, you know yeah. what I mean? So well, it, usually we're. It yep. is what it is, and people are going to pay what they pay.
0: You know exactly. what I mean? Like,
2: if you really want it that bad, you're going to get it. And, exactly. Uh, as if goes with most things, it, you know what I mean? And
0: you did. You went the extra mile. You got it. So instead of blowing the smoke, we're gonna let's pour, pour the we're smoke, We're going to pour baby. the smoke, baby. Let's pour the smoke.
2: Since this is the last one. Uh, I'm definitely going to give it a little bit heavier of a pour there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> little wrist, little wrist,
0: little uh, wrist stick. That's fine with me, a little
2: wrist sticks, but you know? uh, no, man. I mean, like for me, man, I'm not shy with this stuff. Like I treat it like craft beer, man. Yeah. Like I'm going to open, I'm going to open it. I'm going to share it. And Like uh, this probably won't get cracked again until like another occasion. Yeah. You know they what call
0: I mean? it a spirit for a reason, right? When you know there's a spirit like, in the room, it's, 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 time, it's <laughs> exactly. time to enjoy
2: it. And like, that's what I appreciate about bourbon. That's what I appreciate about what these people do to make this product for us to ultimately ah. enjoy you know what i mean like i don't want this to sit on my shelf and just age that's it's a dude, waste dude. that's a waste, a waste. Yep. you know what i mean that's dumb well, because eventually things are gonna come out and oxidize you know what i mean fuck that <laughs> so why not enjoy it right <sighs> i'm saying man
1: dude dude
0: dude dude (laughs) dude i feel like dude where's my car dude it's a llama it's like dude that's a whiskey man
2: this is is phenomenal man like like my what i want to hear what you get from it first
0: to me i i honestly i get like a a low-key like vanilla taste to it i definitely have like a strong like It's weird to say strong and subtle, Mm -hmm. but a strong, subtle vanilla taste that just finishes instead of like crisp at the end, like a harsh, like maybe you were saying like a rye would. It just finishes like smooth. Like I don't even, I know this is my fourth tasting, but like I don't even feel like I've tasted like, like I don't feel like I've tasted like a harsh whiskey. I don't feel like I've tasted a... 58.6% liquor, man. Exactly, man. I mean, usually I'm hacking up a 38% liquor, Mm -hmm. and here this is almost twice as strong. And, dude, I mean, I can have a casual business meeting while I sip this and not even have to, you know, worry worry about showing that. And it's funny because it's like like how you
2: say it's not, not like, tasting like a rye. This is a straight rye. Yeah. You know, it's all rye. That's crazy. There's no blend in it. There's no water added. There's nothing to take away from this taste. So, like, Like, yes, I get the vanilla, but I also get, like, a little bit of, like, the back end of, like, tobacco kind of feel. Like, it's a a little chewy. It's, Uh like... It it's gives a, you that.
0: It gives you that, like you called it, a Kentucky Chew. Yeah, it's, that's a, it's there. A, like it it's definitely a big, numbed the big caramel, big yeah.
2: caramel flavors, big, uh, big vanilla. But it's also just subtle. It's, okay,
0: I think that's what maybe I was looking for more was a caramel. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like like I haven't been. connoisseuring st- very long, Travis. It's only been about an hour. It's only <laughs> it's been only about been, an hour now. It's been you know? about, it's been it's about been an, an hour. hour. So I'm not. I'm not as fine tuned as you. But yeah, definitely like that. Just like smooth caramel flavor is definitely it's more like, probably like on point a, like than a a weather, vanilla like
2: to me it's like a weather's candy
0: hell oh dude just like like, like 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 when your grandpa used to give them and you're like man man. it's buster ass candy come on grandpa (laughs) (laughs) you're you're chewing on you're like yeah it's all right all right i guess so i see why you like them
2: i see why they've been around for 200 years but smoke wagon man like i want to say man like if i were to if someone says hey if you can only drink one bourbon for the rest of your life that's it smoke wagon bro
0: and i felt that way too like when enrique got it for me he was like do you drink whiskey and at that point i was like honestly i was like not all the time, but he, mm-hmm. I think he had already bought it for me. So he was like, <laughs> boom. And honestly, that was the moment when I bought that bottle. I'll t- yeah. I, you might think this is blasphemy, me. You might be like, what the? F-? But honestly, I put it, I have this globe bar at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually I'm like a cognac kind of drinker. And that's uh-huh. what I kind of started as. Uh, so I had like Remy Martin and stuff in there. And that's what I was drinking. Uh, so I stuck it in there, bro. And I didn't even open it for like another like month and a half, two months. Uh, but then when I finally did, I was mm-hmm. like,
2: holy shit. This is
0: good, dude. Like this is good, and then and then from then I was pouring like a glass of smoke wagon once a week. I was like, all right, come home on a Thursday. I don't want to drink because it's the day before Friday, (laughs) (laughs) before the Friday beer manifesto. Uh, So I'll I'll just chill with one glass of whiskey. And uh, yeah, it it was. Then it started making me want to buy whiskey.
2: So like uh, right now, um, you know, no blasphemy because I mean, decanting anything. Always adds flavor to it. Mm-hmm. I feel. Oh,
0: so pouring it into a decanter yeah. actually adds flavor. Yeah,
2: because it opens it up more and uh, it allows it to kind of like be touched by oxygen, to where it doesn't. It's not trapped in this bottle. Like that toasted barrel, that toasted barrel I have right there. I've it's, had it. I've had it.
0: It's getting better because it's open. It's
2: getting better because it's open to me. But it's also losing a little bit more of the kick. You know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it because it just makes it more palatable. Yeah. But like right now I have probably like this much, uh, like an inch and a half, maybe two inches full of a decanter at my house because I'm like, ah, I'm at at the end of this bottle. I'm going to pour this smoke wagon in here. I'm going to pour this small batch. smoke Oh, okay. (laughs) I like that. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's called like an infinity blend basically where you're Adding and adding and adding and adding man. and then at the I end I need of to it, make
0: an infinity blend, Mambo. I never man. thought of that that's it. right there. Yeah, I need so, to make
2: an infinity blend. So like an infinity blend can be pretty much like, oh, th- I love this Nulu bottle. I'm gonna take like an ounce or two of it. And I'm well, I got
0: my rye, dude. Uh, my rye's only like my rye's probably only like this this far down. Dude. There you go. Man. Like I haven't drank Let that me. much of it. So when it gets to here, I'm gonna start my infinity bottle, there you dude. Do it.
2: There you go, man. Like fucking
0: A Travis. That's that's, that's <laughs> the way to do
2: it, man. Like, um it's, it's fun. Yeah. And then, like, you get a different blend, and you're like, oh, okay, I, d- I put this rye in there. I put this in there. Okay, let's see how this is tasting now. Yeah. Oh, it needs a little bit more Turn of this, it the
0: Seals blend. I like that. There you go. I like that. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> yeah, see? Go, wow, we're on to something. <laughs> we're on to something. It's, it's kicking in, Jason. Yeah, it's, it's kicking in. in, in. in the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next in yellow, in the, the, the yellow table a
2: month from now will be like, you know, you have your decanter out here, your globe, and you pour it out. That's it. Every, Same, you
0: know, pour a little out for the for the for the decanter. Pour there a little out for, uh, for Jay Seals himself. Um, but yeah, you know what else is cool though about messing around and mm-hmm. collaborating is tattoos. Yes, right. So you've been a tattoo collector your entire life, basically. Correct. My, my adult When did you get your first tattoo? Adult, uh,
2: I got it at eighteen and I got it at the Pain Parlor by Cody Rutledge, and it's still not even finished. Okay, so where is the Pain Parlor, and who is Cody Rutledge? The Pain Parlor is now China Islands Tattoo, and it's next to the Old Sea Rounder Bar uh, on on uh, Ventura and China Islands on that corner <laughs> spot right there. And uh, Dope. It was a little hole in the wall, but um, I had some friends get tattooed there before. I think but, I used
0: to work with a guy that tattooed there.
2: Oh, okay, there you go. But I uh, think his
0: name was Sal. Oh, Sal Malagon? Maybe I can't remember his last name.
2: Um, he he worked at Ink Fatuation, or I think
0: so. And he would tra- he would definitely do like tattoo shows and yeah. would travel and Sal's, stuff like that. Sal's the homie, yeah. Sal's, Sal's the man. Sal, oh, used, to, oh, do you Sal know? used
2: to be in a band too. Oh, so, so dope, go back, go no, back to I, the band culture. Definitely, like he's, definitely, he's definitely a rock guy, yeah. So, Sal's Sal's the homie, and he works actually at like downtown Oxnard Tattoo now, but um, he uh. He's doing good, man, and um but uh good. yeah, I got tattooed by Cody Rutledge there. He at the time he was tattooing me, he was like 17, 16 year like like younger than me.
0: Is he pretty big now?
2: Um he was big for a while, but he he retired and uh now he's doing his family thing, you know. Oh, retired from tattooing? Yeah, he does a iron press stuff now where he works for a uh, for himself and it's called like Buffalo underscore rutledge or something like that. I can't remember the exact and what does do? name what what is he What do you mean say iron Where, press? like what does he, that mean? Uh, He'll take little like rods of iron with like designs on them and then he'll stamp them. And then like you can buy the stamps and then you can make your own leather uh, leather designs and things like that. Okay, guy
0: like pound it into leather and shit yeah, like that. So like things like that. So All right, cool. so he's
2: doing that and then he's living up north and he's real low key and uh what's up. I have I actually have three tattoos from him and then like I've been collecting from my friends, my and then yeah man, it's just how it goes I guess, yeah. you know? What I mean like yeah. my latest one is this little piece right here, my little my little uh, skull with a horseshoe on it. That's
0: tight, and dude. I like that, dude.
2: Yeah, I got it I got it for uh, uh my, my my 1 year anniversary with my lady and uh she got a Congratulations, tattoo. Congratulations, bro. Thank nice. you, man. I appreciate that.
0: Dude, I got my I got my uh anniversary tattoo that's we our go. wedding day so oh, yeah. uh it's basically just our wedding day in roman numerals i got it from a guy that used to tattoo right here in ventura uh his name was joker he had like a buena tattoo club okay right there nice, but uh nice. yeah so but regardless um that's my only tattoo so that's my <laughs> first tattoo my wife has i think if i had to guess i'd probably say about like 15 or 16 oh, tattoos yeah. wow. um yeah. what was your first first tattoo my first tattoo. First, first tattoo that they did at the paint parlor. My what first was tattoo it?
2: was this, like, fucking, like, oh, man, the swallow up here that I had. That oh, I the got. blue swallow. Yeah, it says family and friends. Hell family. yeah. But I never got it finished because I I didn't understand how tattoos worked at that time when I was, like, <laughs> 17, 18 years old. I was like, yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's just get it done. And then yeah. I tapped out because it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. And I was like. Uh, all right, I'll come back. And then I came back for the second session. And they're like, Well, we got to charge you again. I was like, Wait, wait, what? I already paid <laughs> you. I already paid you. He's I like, Yeah, you paid me for this one. He's like, I was like, Oh, never mind. I And then, like, I walked out, man. And then after that, I was just kind of like, Yeah, stuck in my mind. I'm like, Just bring money dude bring money yeah just dug it out and finish (laughs) it it out, finish it uh so from then on i never take breaks i don't i i try not to ever take a break from a tattoo uh because that shit sucks yeah
0: dude my wife is a gangster bro she's got like she's she's got all these like large piece tattoos and yeah uh, mostly on her legs uh her first tattoo was on the back of her neck yeah um but then she's got, like, our first dog together. Well, it was actually her dog way okay. before she ever knew me as a kid. But then we owned it together as well. So she's got that dog. Um, she's got, like, a mom whale and a kid whale for our first kid oh, born. Wow. And uh, But she's got tons of stuff. She's got, like, succulents. She's really into s- skeletons. Um, she uses, like, the guys from Bone Deep here okay. locally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby Dewright, who uh, is a part owner of Black Penny Tattoo, okay, nice. here in Ventura. So yeah. she's got some work from him, and then he also owns Kiss Kiss in Venice. So she kind of bounces all over the place. Oh, nice. Um, so that's why I was wondering, like, where who's your favorite tattoo artist to go mm. to? So who is it? Who is a, it?
2: This has a little controversy around. Let it, me hear it. Let favorite, me hear it. My favorite tattoo artist that I get tattooed by is Evan Widener.
0: Okay, who is he?
2: He, uh, he tattoos at A Let it Bleed Center in San Francisco uh he san
0: francisco dang baller he uh,
2: he tattoos he tattooed out here at the ink house for a while and um he actually came up in la moved to ventura and was tattooing at the ink house had a fallout was trying to be a partner at black penny oh really yeah that's what the Controversy lies in, ah. so i can't touch on it because I, can't either. I, I i don't know um i'm not one to speak on it but yeah. um well
0: we got nothing for love for bobby do right and black penny <sighs> tattoo yeah, dude, black, black penny then,
2: black penny is like legit all yeah. their artists are so good i mean like uh even like what was the jack sakamaru yeah. l- worked out of there for mm-hmm. a little bit before and he went bis- to golden eagle yeah, and, and, and
0: business is business you know and business is business, things happen man. you know people you make know, uh, but, uh, People try to make deals and it doesn't work out. And
2: I flew out to San Francisco to go get my head tattooed by Evan. Uh, Evan is, the is that man. the side
0: piece you got? Yeah, the side piece on, is, on my head. That shit is sick, dude. It's like Chinese kind of dragon, like New Year's dragon. It's style. a.
2: It's actually a wolf. It's a dire wolf. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, now I
0: can see it. Sorry, yeah, I didn't I nah, nah, look at it.
2: Everyone thinks it's a dragon, but it's a dire wolf. Really? Um, because. My whole head piece idea is, like, Viking-oriented. Okay. So Odin had two wolves and two ravens. Who is Odin? And Odin is the god of, you know, Norse mythology. But um he had two wolves that stood guard of the world, and then there's ravens that flew around the world to tell him what's going on all the time. And uh, the other side of my head, I'm going to get the raven. Oh, and, dude, uh, that's
0: going to be tight.
2: It's, dude, it was an eight-hour excruciating fucking session. <laughs> I can only imagine, bro. <laughs> for, like, for, <laughs> for, for him, for him, for head, him bro. and me, dude, like we both almost tapped at the end of it, but we powered
0: through it and got it done. <laughs> it looks tight, too. Like, <laughs> when turned turn to for yeah. me for a second? Yeah. Dude, that thing looks sick. The detail on it and the line work, you I appreciate crush it, man. Uh, especially for that. That's a tough spot to tattoo every, with that Everyone kind of always detail. asks
2: me, like, they're like, oh, is that new? I'm like, no, it's a year old, but uh, thank you, you know. <laughs> But uh, Evan Evan is probably, like, one of my favorite tattoo artists because he's very committed to his craft. And uh, he did also, like, my Sacred Heart and my Mermaid right here. So. I like that. He's he's pretty hard, dude. Like, that guy gets down. Like, he gets down. He doesn't tattoo, like, bullshit, which is what I appreciate. Mm -hmm. He only tattoos things that are in his realm of, like, work. That's and, good, uh, that's
0: good, because a lot of tattoo artists, I feel like, are, like, oh,
2: let's go put this henna on you, or let's or, do this.
0: or they, they have a genre, and they'll decide to step out of it, and mm-hmm. then it's like, then you get sometimes, like, inferior work, and yeah. not because it's an inferior artist, but what he decided to. to just say yes for the payday, mm-hmm. instead of being like, nah, sorry, bro, I don't do that, but I yeah. happen to know this guy that loves doing skeletons, mm-hmm. you should go see him.
2: Yeah, so that's what I really appreciate about Evan and his craft of, like, tattooing. And, like, that's what's kind of, like, spurred me in, like, my realm of, like, appreciating the art of tattooing is him, in a sense. Like, I can go get tattooed Flash anywhere I fucking want. You know what I mean? Of course. But I'm going to go get a piece by Evan because I know he's going to put the work in it. He's going to put the detail. And that's I'm cool. going gonna, gonna to walk away with quality.
0: That's how my wife's got She's got a guy like Wolf and she's got a guy, um, AJ. AJ. They're like the main two ones. There you go. It's like when she wants, like a lot of times, like what she wants for a birthday or Mm -hmm. anniversary gift or whatever, she's like, just buy me a tattoo because they're expensive. I mean, you're buying, like I said, like you can find art in everything. You find art in whiskey, you find art in craft beer, you find art in tattoos, you find art in heavy metal. Tattoo is definitely fine art, man. I yeah, mean, to it, me, it's the finest kind of art. It's, because it's permanent. You, yeah, it's permanent, and you get no fucking redos, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to erase it. And <sighs> I'd be like, whoops, that yeah. one went out of line. It's like, no, like, you are doing it all freehand. I feel like tattoo artists yeah. are some of the most overlooked artists in all of the world. Obviously, now there's a little more light getting shed on them, which is rightfully yeah. so. But, I mean, unfortunately, uh, like, tattoo artists of the early 1900s, Mm-hmm. Nobody even knows them.
2: No, and that's that's kind of where, like, a lot of, like, art falls through stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of art was put on people, you know. And Totally. I mean, you go back, and it's, like, you know, the Japanese art of the Yakuza tattoos, the ga- the old, like, yeah. gangster style, like, mm-hmm. you know, body suits and stuff like yeah. that. Even
0: back to the Mayans and everything. I mean, Russia, like, it's Russian like, gangsters, yeah. Yeah. you know,
2: things like that. You know, the Mayans got tattoos. Everyone, like, cultures have been getting tattooed from the get, you yeah. know, and, like, here we are trying to, you know, accept this – like now, it's now kinda, we're finally
0: trying to. It's kind of crazy. It. We decided you know I mean? to criminalize it for no yeah, fucking reason. Exactly. So, like. uh, but that's a discussion for a whole other day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, what is your favorite part to finish this whiskey tasting? As I'm about to take my last sip of this smoke wagon, mm-hmm. what's your favorite part about now being like a whiskey connoisseur? What do you appreciate about it now that maybe you didn't when you first started to actually try to Find the notes of whiskey.
2: What I appreciate about it now would be like the finer side of things in a sense of uh, not to not to tote it as like, you know, only certain people can appreciate this, but I, I appreciate it and I love the way that it makes me open up my eyes uh, as far as like whiskey goes to where now I'm getting into tequilas and I'm opening myself up to different spirits to where I'm tasting different things, different aspects of different cultures and things like that. And um, whiskey definitely has taken me to a point to where I can do those kinds of things mm-hmm. where here I am now in this in this uh, profession I'll call it a profession. It is a profession, <laughs> it's, man. A profession. it's a profession, dude. It's a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's interesting, man. Like, and I, I love that it makes me think. It's, it's complex. It's versatile. It can, like, make something out of nothing in a sense. Like, you can bring this to a family occasion. You can bring this to just, you know, you can have it yourself. But, you know, it's something that I've learned to love. And uh, appreciate more on the aspect of sharing with people.
0: That's cool. And sharing with people, I feel like is like is it's, it's the key to life, right? Yeah. Like that's what we are at Persistence Culture. We like to say we're a familia. Once you come on the show, mm-hmm. you're a member of the familia. So you're a member of the familia, Travis, and you have that kind of familia membership. Cheers, so bud. cheers, brother. <laughs> salud. Yo, salud. Enjoy, enjoy this weekend, but. We enjoy your passion for whiskey and fine spirits. And now that you're just starting to explore different ones, like you said, tequila, Mm -hmm. craft beer, going through all the different paces of everything. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, man. Like, no, of course, I I appreciate you guys
2: bringing me on, man. Like this has been a great experience and a, man, like, Jason, yeah, Jace, been a, Jason's been, been,
1: been, been looking forward to this one for, for a while I'm it's like,
2: like, like in my cap this one's been, right? been marked yeah, on like, a shit.
0: calendar dude, this one's been marked on the calendar because I knew I knew how in depth you were and I knew how different you were of a person like I said at the beginning in the intro, you find art in everything, whether right. it's from your tattoos to the heavy metal music, to whiskeys, to craft beers, to tequilas you know, mm-hmm. you can find art in all different kinds of forms right, right so in right. every single like what we do here, every podcast is a little bit different right oh yeah I feel every guest is different so every conversation is going to be different
2: No, oh, yeah and that's that's kind of what i've got from this and it's it's great man like there's no pressure it's it's a regular conversation it's talking about what you love and who like who you like to share it with and damn right that's Talking just, about your passion, man. Yeah, and that's man. all you gotta do
0: is just keep moving forward with that passion, no matter how different it is.
2: And this conversation can like last and last and last. It can last forever. I mean? <laughs> it can yeah. last forever. I mean, like, you know, what I mean, like not to squeeze it into an hour, but it's like, bro, like, yeah, like
0: yeah. You like, can't.
2: I can talk about this stuff. You can't really squeeze it into hours. Ever um,
0: but one thing that's not different though. Mm-hmm. One thing that's not different, Travis, is this episode from any other episode. So the one thing that's not different from a Persistence Culture episode is that we always ask our guests mm-hmm. one random question from Mambo. Okay. All right. And this random question is brought to you by Sweet Fuel. Okay. And Sweet Fuel is your one stop shop for all natural, delicious tasting protein bars and supplements. The dark chocolate flavored bar, Travis, mm-hmm. is Literally fucking life changing. Be sure to try every single flavor of the new Cookie Energy Bites, and when you buy them all, use that promo code at checkout of PC Podcast. That's PC Podcast in all lower cases. You'll save ten percent on your whole order. But more importantly, here is your random question from Mambo. All right,
1: what was uh, your first concert?
0: Ooh, Ooh my yes. first my first.
2: Concert was uh Buleria at the uh, Ventura Theater, and I was a little 14, 15 year fifteen-year-old little snot nosed kid <laughs> singing Matando Vientos in the in the monster. Yeah! <laughs> and, and everyone's looking at me like all the old-school, like older metalhead dudes are like, this this white guy is like singing Matando Vientos. <laughs> yeah, Gra- grab me, Goddamn, a right cir- here is it's Ventura cir- County, cir- baby, pit, baby, and. <laughs> But it was, like, as much as the local show, as much as anything, too, because I saw, like, Retch and I saw a couple other local bands play, too, that night, and, uh, but yeah, at the Ventura Theater, man, 2000, 2000 fucking, like, four? Yes. Wow. Dude, the Ventura 2004? Theater is so epic, right? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, man, because I'm... Yeah, now I'm really dating myself. But yeah, two thousand four. I I,
1: I feel played. like Ventura Theater's been a first for a lot of people oh, in, yeah. in Ventura County. Yeah. Like like to me for me it was uh it was a concert at the fair. That was oh, like my first concert. Nice. So
0: Which one? Who'd you see? Beach Boys?
1: No, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh uh you remember uh Lisa Lisa and the cold jam Hell yeah and uh Expose. It was yeah. like a like a freestyle show. Uh-huh. There you go. And uh I just I think I was like in seventh grade, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, you know Hey, yeah, if you're gonna
0: see if you're gonna see some yeah, ladies man. perform, that's yeah, the one to do in seventh but, grade, bro. But I was but a the, sophomore <laughs> in high
2: school, bro, with that show. That shit was nuts.
1: The the crazy part about you know it's nice during the day, but at, in the evening it gets it's it gets cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there with the wife beater, bro. I, I still remember what I was wearing and everything because I was so cold, dog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> trying to thug it out in the wife. Trying theaters. to thug it out <laughs> in the wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> did not work out
2: well. That was like Sublime with Rome when they first when they played the uh, when they played the. Uh, the fair. Oh yeah. And that then was then a, like, that, yeah, that was crazy. I was sitting next to people that were, they were the ones tearing chairs off of each other and <laughs> throwing them at people. I was like, yo, I got to
1: go. <laughs> yeah. gotta, it's time to go. I got go. to go. Jason, what, what like, was your, what was your first concert? Okay, Jason? So
0: before I talk about the Ventura theater, I'll talk about my first concert. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't really go to any concerts before I turned 17. When I turned 17, it was, uh, actually, roger waters performing dark side of the moon at the camden amphitheater Whoa. in new jersey wow so that's the first one man that's the first one it was crazy we had grass seats bro people were fucking sucking shit out of balloons <laughs> i don't know what everybody like i'm telling you man <laughs> shit was on and cracking like every i mean i just went i just did went have, to drink did he
2: have like the visual effects and shit there when he yes played? and no yes and no, outside yes and right no. Right it now. was yeah.
0: outside so you couldn't really portray all that and plus i'm all the way up on the grass seats um so it was roger waters dark side of the". My homie AJ, shout out to Craze. It was a great show. Um, Definitely kicked off my concert life right, but I have never been to a venue quite like the Ventura Theater though yeah. so I definitely want to touch on that uh, like the Ventura Theater is crazy I've seen Bad Religion there I've seen Atmosphere there you know I've seen atmosphere like Atmosphere was dope atmosphere show was crazy was dope he's playing in Santa Barbara Bowl August nice. 24th it's on a fucking Tuesday thanks a lot Sluggo you know but um, it's literally the Thursday after my this, son this starts kindergarten you know you're do, old so it's now like, it's like let exactly. me play a concert yeah. on a Tuesday yeah it's, it's like, like, like bro I'll do the Thursday show <laughs> but Ventura theater is tight, man. Like then there's so many cool people. Like you can catch, you can catch like remnants of Wu Tang. You can catch red man up in there. Yeah. You could catch so many people in the Ventura theater. Don't look at the calendar. Look at the calendar every single day because yeah. out of nowhere, somebody will fucking pop up in there. Have you ever seen um, the,
2: the shows when they have them on the second level? Not the main stage, but the second level.
0: I haven't seen that. Oh bro.
2: That I've been to a I punk, I've that. been to a punk show like that.
0: Maybe the bad religion shows. Ridiculous,
2: like dude. It was like, you know, like where the sounds where the sound booth is. Yeah. Like right behind it where that gate, where that gate is, or where the fence is, like in that area between there and the bar, there was a show. Wow. It That's was tight. like right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Dude. It was intense. It was like it was like, oh my God, we're nuts to butts with everybody. It was <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous.
0: To me, Ventura Theater basically is like a landmark of how cool ventura is and hopefully yeah. it stays that way so if you guys are listening and you haven't been here don't come here just <laughs> listen to the podcast please just listen uh, to the podcast and just leave it at that you go. know but um seriously the ventura theater is just like it's just one of those places it wasn't made for concerts the sound never is perfect mm-hmm. in there but it's always the fucking perfect venue yeah. oh man. yeah
2: for sure it's, it's it's a lot of fun every time you go i mean I mean, at that when the concha lets out, you go across the street, yeah. and hit the sewer. Yeah, that's I mean, it. I mean, game
0: over. Thank you God! I mean? Thank God for the end of COVID, right? <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: Like, tell me about it.
0: But honestly, thank God for your love of whiskey, um, your employment at the happy place that led us to meet each other. Travis, seriously, thank you for coming. Thank you for bringing the finest of your stash. It's been an absolute blessing and a pleasure to taste them with you, my brother. Um, it's been a great episode, man. And it's been nice to get to know you even closer. Jason
2: Mambo, man, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on the yellow table. Really appreciate you guys. I, I mean, if you guys have you back, I'd be lo- You're I'd loved, I'd love. You're always back. welcome gonna back. You're always going to want you back, bro. You're always welcome back. back,
0: man. Do you know like, what? We need to hear about the Homie Skye's Greek trip, so what, you know what I mean? better way than bringing him to the yellow right? table? Oh, Maybe we should do it on a Saturday, like an hey, early Saturday
1: afternoon. And have some Ubers outside. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uber here. Uber, well, Uber here. Well Uber, well, Uber here, you know. Uber home.
2: Exactly. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Don't drink and drive. Guys. We are there not promoting that. These sips have been had with pure responsibility. Exactly. So don't let that trip you guys out. We're promoting yes. nothing but
0: responsibility here at the yellow table yes, and Travis
2: I was I was Big getting outs, ready brother. to say that so hey, I'm glad you brought that no, up man. Baby. don't, don't, else, don't drink a else, drive brother. it's a stupid mistake. Yeah. You know, seriously. now that we have all these facets seriously. in place, like yeah. you know, take it from me man. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm I'm getting my shit expunged. Uh fuck that. Yeah. You know yeah. Call a taxi if you really need to, but yeah. Uber or Lyft
1: yeah. everywhere. And if you yeah. feel like driving, slash your tires and walk. Oh, my God. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, it'll be you, a lot you won't cheaper. Remember, so you say. won't remember that you
2: slashed your so own tires. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thank
1: you so much for being here. What's uh, your Instagram once again? It's uh, uh, Travis. It's U H H H
2: travis and uh, happy place, happy place. Uh, our our Instagram for happy places. We deliver liquor.
0: That's right, and they do. So you asses don't need to drive. Don't drive, Again, man. Another saying, man. Another promotion. I'm telling you, Stay look him up though. He's a dope follow. He's got tons and tons and tons of reels. Badass cocktails for all your parties. He's the head of the R and D freaking department for a reason. All right, look him Cheers, up. Cheers, y'all.
1: All right, man. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Keep moving.